This is D23 Inside Disney. We are going to take you through some of the best Disney stories of the week, get you an inside look at the people behind the magic of Disney. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And we're the hosts that will take you inside Disney. Hey guys, how you doing today? Great. Good. I am so excited. We're on episode three. Yay. Yay. And coming up, we're going to be speaking to Ginger Z, the chief meteorologist for Good Morning America and former Dancing with the Stars contestant. I'm going to try not to fangirl. Well, I think I did, but that's okay. <laughs> you guys will hear that. Um, can we start things off with a really good, like just warm, snuggly, feel good story? Yes, yeah. please. Um, so there's a boy in Florida. His name is Jermaine Bell. I think he's six years old and he did something really cool this week. Apparently he had been saving up money for his upcoming birthday trip to Walt Disney World and when Hurricane Dorian hit he decided instead to spend that money buying hundreds of hot dogs bags of chips and bottled water for people who were evacuating the hurricane area there in South Carolina he was actually visiting his grandmother there and super cute that he celebrated his seventh birthday this week and he got a big surprise basically on his doorstep a bunch of cast members showed up Uh, Mickey Mouse was there and they all surprised him letting him know he and his family are getting a VIP getaway down to Orlando to visit the Walt Disney World Resort um, just to thank him and show him some love for doing something good in the world. So congratulations. Have so much fun, Jermaine. That's so cute. Wow, that, that is, is awesome. so sweet. And the video is up on the Parks blog if you want to see it. It's so cute. It's mm. so cute. He is so surprised. Oh. And speaking of Disney World, I'm going to be there this weekend. <gasps> you lucky duck. <laughs> Very excited. I'm going to do some food and wine festival while I'm there at Epcot. And uh, the parks actually just announced the return of another very, very popular festival, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts, coming back January 17th through February 24th of 2020. There's going to be live concerts, art performances, workshops, art signings, and more. Plus, they're bringing back the Disney on Broadway concert series. I'm a huge Broadway fan, so I cannot wait for that. And it's also in time for a bunch of the new 2020 film projects, like uh, the Beauty and the Beast sing-alongs coming to France, uh, Canada Foreign Water. We break out our French. That's all I got. Uh, we can we can do our uh, French Canadian for Canada far and wide and Circle Vision, which is coming to the Canada Pavilion, and Awesome Planet will be debuting in the land, and that is pretty awesome. How cool! Speaking of great things happening at the parks, Amusement Today announced their Golden Ticket Award winners, uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run at Disneyland Resort won Best New Family Attraction of 2019. Woohoo! I love it. I think it's great. I'm into it, yeah. Yeah, it'd win my my award. If I gave a golden ticket award, it'd win. Um, (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure also won an award for Best Dark Ride of 2019, and that's over at Shanghai Disney Resort. So cool! And speaking of wins, Smugglers Run also already won a spot on Time Magazine's World's Greatest Places list. Speaking of things that are happening all over the galaxy, over at Disneyland Paris, they had their first ever Disneyland Paris Media Expo on Tuesday, where they announced all kinds of incredible offerings coming to the resort in 2020 and beyond, including a Frozen celebration in January, which the part I am most excited about is Frozen, a musical invitation, where guests can sing and dance with all their favorite Frozen characters like Anna, Kristoff, Sven, the whole gang. I mean, who doesn't want to dance with a reindeer? I've always wanted to dance with a reindeer, and now I can make my dreams come true at Disneyland Paris. Reindeer dance better than people. <laughs> I can already hear it. 
<laughs> also at Disneyland Paris, they revealed that Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, is going to start taking reservations on November 5th and will open next summer. It's going to be such a cool hotel. They're working with more than 50 artists from Marvel Comics and Marvel Studios to bring together 300 pieces of artwork showcasing 80 years of Marvel storytelling. A lot of numbers, a lot of Marvel, a lot of Marvelous stuff is happening. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Including <laughs> new concept artwork that was revealed for the Avengers Campus, which is opening at Disneyland Paris in 2021. And speaking of Marvel, Lenovo Mirage AR just announced a new augmented reality experience, Marvel Dimension of Heroes, which is available now, and it's free in the App Store. You put in your AR headset, players will be able to harness the power of six legendary Marvel superheroes, including Doctor Strange, Captain America, Thor, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Star-Lord, in this incredible original story where they take on supervillains in their own living room, such as Dormammu, Ronan the Accuser, and my favorite, Loki. I actually saw uh, a play demo of it online, which Ooh. anyone can go and see. It's very, very cool. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited about facing off against Loki, really. There you go. Are you going to win? TBD. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned and find out if Jeffrey wins. There you go. All right. From Marvel to Pixar, I'm very excited about this. Disney and Pixar's Coco is going to come to life on stage for the first time ever. I feel like a lot of people around here are talking about it, not just because we live basically in the heart of Hollywood, but it's happening in November at the Hollywood Bowl for one weekend only. So if you guys are free, Friday, November 8th, Saturday, November 9th, that's when it's happening. Now, the co-hosts for the event are Benjamin Bratt and Eva Longoria. Uh, there's a ton of special guests and appearances. Carlos Rivera will be there, Miguel, Anthony Gonzalez, Lele Pons, and Rudy Mancuso, who I'm excited about, influencers, musicians. Um, they're all going to appear. So basically, the film's going to play on the Hollywood Bowl's movie screen, and then you get the whole live orchestra. It's just going to be like a full experience of Coco. And also, the mariachi divas will be there. So that's always fun. you got to have mariachis if you're going to do Coco. And tickets are going on sale Friday, September 13th. So Have you guys been to the Hollywood Bowl and seen any of their Disney concerts? No, but I Little Mermaid looked amazing. I, I watched some live streams. That's I, the closest I'll be. It's so good. I went to Little Mermaid. I went to Beauty and the Beast. They do such a great job there. It's, it's really, really fantastic. That's amazing. Speaking of star-studded events that are happening in the Los Angeles area, The Princess and the Frog, you guys, can you believe it has been 10 years wow. since that movie has come out? I can't believe that. So they had their 10-year reunion in Beverly Hills. A bunch of the cast and the filmmakers were there, including Anika Noni Rose, Jennifer Lewis, uh, Keith David director Ron Clements was there, and of course, who can forget, legendary composer Randy Newman. Aww. So cool. Yeah, so cool. So what a great cool. night. So they had a panel. There was concept art and Anika even performed down in New Orleans which is like such a great song oh, I love she's got such a great voice she so is. beautiful Disney legend Anika Noni Rose Disney legend speaking of Princess and the Frog they actually debuted some exclusive footage back in 2009 at the first D23 Expo no way way <laughs> you're full of fun facts I love I am. it I'm very fun and at this year's <laughs> D23 Expo Candace and I had the opportunity to talk to a very very special guest the fantastic chief meteorologist Good. of Good Morning America and a former Dancing with the Stars contestant, Ginger Z. Well, let's hear it. 
So, Ginger, thank you so much for being here with us. And, and it's your first D23 Expo. Mm-hmm. And you also were on the Dancing with the Stars panel. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. It looked fun. So great. I mean, working with Tom Bergeron at any point in anyone's career, I feel like is is ideal. So to get an hour on stage with him, um, you know, kind of on each side of the stage and then have Rashad and we had uh, Jordan and then Andrew, the EP now, it was really special and you talk about like when you're a moderator and I've done a lot of things in my career where I kind of have to study up and I have to figure out well what am I going to talk about and I have to remember people's names and their positions this is like my passion my love it's my it's what I know best so it felt very comfortable how did it feel when you were on the show were you just as comfortable no. but a little <laughs> Not even close. You looked like it. Thank you. Uh, that was fake. That was, uh, <laughs> I was, that show took me to a place. I think that when they first offered it to me, I thought about myself, you know, 13 years, 15 years before that. And then here I was, a meteorologist that was on a storm chase hiding from a camera. I never, ever, ever had you told me in a decade you're going to be on a show called Dancing with the Stars when I was just this meteorologist nerdy loving the atmosphere. Um, (laughs) And so I think that hit me pretty hard, especially going into the ballroom that first night. I was doing a jive and I describe it like a a true blackout. I mean, during the dance and I don't get nervous. I I can't remember the last time in my job I was nervous. I blacked out and wow. I ended up and I just and, and I got great scores and it was a wonderful dance for my first time out there. My baby was very young. I still kind of had like the post baby belly. That's how, you know, and it just but I look at myself there and then I look at myself at the end of the season and I transformed not just physically, but so emotionally and as a human. So on Disney night, obviously, this is inside Disney. You did a foxtrot mm-hmm. to Belle yes. from Beauty and the Beast. How did you choose that song? <laughs> so at the beginning of Dancing with the Stars, they give you a sheet and it says, you know, what songs do you like? And they kind of lead you to your answers. I thought those were just suggested to get to know you. I didn't realize they were going to pull exactly from that (laughs) list. I think I might have chosen more wisely, except that one. That one was the one I have been singing that song since I was a child. I mean, that's the one when I'm in the shower little town it's a quiet village every day oh, i sing it every day was, that's who cool who knew you were a singer yeah. amazing well, well now we talents. have idol so you know i could try to do that but <laughs> no it's um it is it is that song that i just find out of all of disney so exciting and i just i don't know i love the character i loved everything so dancing to that being able to portray that that's the first dance where i really felt like i was performing and doing a dance that first look i give when i look up from the book i think i caught myself in a monitor during one of the dress rehearsals and i was like hey i look like Belle," and it like really i felt embodying her you know disney princess like yes. that was your night are you still in touch with anyone from your season like uh the judges or contestants uh, everyone it, val obviously when you're nose to nose with someone for four months you know it's impossible not to become pretty close friends um his wife jenna who i always describe was kind of like my penny um she would help me whenever i had as far as dirty dancing she was kind of like the one that was actually helping me learn the moves because it was easier for her to teach another woman uh, and then um a lot of them like sharna and i DM quite a bit we've got you know we've got I've got friends in Lindsay and will Emma and I were DMing the other day Alan I text all the time we just joke all the time so yes between myself and then my husband became good friends with all of them we talk about that family when I was sitting with Rashad Rashad and I were saying how much have we done in the last couple of years together it's crazy wow whether you want to see each other or not it's gonna happen and I I choose to be you know fully involved because I enjoy it very very much that is awesome yeah there's a new crop about to start. Yes. 
Having survived this, <laughs> what advice would you have for the dancers of season 28? So Hannah Brown and I spent time the day after um, The Bachelorette uh, after this. And, you know, I was t- I was giving her unsolicited advice. But I was like, you can, you know, we can, we have each other's numbers now. I said, if you need anything, because I kind of wish I would have had that. Because I did the wrong thing. And that right away, I went and looked at all of Val's past dances and just found myself feeling awful like oh, I'm no. never going to be able to do that and you see the finished product and you yeah. feel like that first couple of weeks you're never going to get there I'd say don't do that um, <laughs> just remember your feet are going to be fine which is a part of I think I was I thought I was going to be messed up forever like physically it's one of the hardest things and my feet were ripped to shreds oh. uh, so knowing that but most importantly I would do this again tomorrow and I wish I could go back into a couple of the moments and be a little bit more present. I think I was for the most part because Val coached me to be so, but even more so. Enjoy every single element. The teases, you know, the little bumps in the show. Yeah. Joy, like enjoy that. Don't be nervous about the next thing. Who cares? You know, it's, it's going to work out. So it, I think I would just say enjoy that every single second. Yeah. Do you yeah. still do any of these dances? Like if you're at a wedding reception or somewhere there's music, do you just bust out like the Argentine tango or <laughs> it's something? I think if Val grabbed me and I had to do it under pressure and we were, you know, maybe I'd be able to do some of it. My husband and I have taken some lessons and he's like, I'm never going to be able to be good, but, but we have so much fun learning together. So I, there's so many styles I didn't get to do and we've been learning those together whenever we could. Oh, that's yeah. so fun. So from dancing school to meteorology school, Mm -hmm. how did that happen? How did you find your way to meteorology and what was that like? So I grew up on Lake Michigan and I uh, watched thunderstorms come across the lake one summer. That was with my mom had a boyfriend who had a place on the lake. So it was the first time I was seeing this vast open what looks like an ocean. If you haven't been there, it looks like an ocean and you're able to see the thunderstorms, the power. And we saw water spouts that summer. And I remember saying to myself, I can't go on without knowing how those things formed. So when I went back to third grade, um, we had the encyclopedia. I know that really ages <laughs> me, but, and I would always go straight to the volumes that had something to do with weather. And so that's where the passion really started. And I found myself always looking toward the sky, realizing it was a puzzle to put together. And that's where I said, I'm going to study this. Then when I was a sophomore, I believe the movie Twister came out. Good one. And like so many other meteorologists, I saw Helen Hunt's character and I said, there's a badass female scientist that's going to go across everything across the plains looking for tornadoes. That's what I want to be with weather. I knew I loved it. I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. So I went to college that allows you to storm chase. I went to a school with a, we got credit for going storm chasing. And when I got there, I did my whole freshman year with no possibility of television at all. Cause we didn't even have that there. That wasn't even like a, I mean, they had communications, but I didn't take any comm classes, still didn't by the time, but I, had one professor who said, why don't you just do an internship? I feel like you'd be good at it. Wow. And like I said, we went on our first storm chase. I was hiding from the camera, but I went and did that internship and I watched this man communicate science and he went to a school and he brought me there and these kids, he was a rock star of science. And I thought, wait a minute, there is something to this. And that's where it began. So I came back from that, started at a PBS station in Maryville, Indiana, approximately 45 viewers. (laughs) <laughs> it was awesome. And then maybe on a really good like 
month um, and then went on from there to work in radio um, in Grand Rapids, then worked in Flint, Michigan, back in Grand Rapids, Chicago, MSNBC, Moonlighting and early today and then got my job at ABC News. And now it's been almost nine years. Wow. wow. Congrats. I love that story. I yeah. If I didn't have my job at Radio Disney, I would want your job. Since yes. I was a kid, I loved weather and meteorology. Mm-hmm. What's your typical day like? Oh, there is no typical okay. day. I think that's I mean, but if I were to say it, I guess, you know, I'm up by Three thirty-four, depending on the day, and then get to work. Um, I have a forecast in my head from the night before, but my team are all meteorologists as well, and we work on that together. Also, you know, what are the headlines across the nation? We kind of like narrow that down to in our thirty seconds. What could we possibly get in it and teach people something? Um, so we do that. We do GMA, whatever else that entails, whether it's you know a Taylor Swift concert or you know we do a lot on GMA. It's a very vast anywhere from the serious hurricane down to the you know Taylor Swift, which is also a hurricane of sorts in the best way. I'm sure. Yeah, um, and then I. I sometimes have a break and then come back for world news tonight, but often I shoot um, pieces between there and then we do a lot of travel. I mean, this job and that's the beauty of what I've been able to do is I'm finding my science and my background in science is is everywhere. I've done a lot of adventures. And so whether I'm with 15 foot tiger shark in the Bahamas doing, you know, a crossover with the Discovery Channel for Shark Week or I'm in the largest cave in Vietnam and they're finding um, new species. There's science everywhere, and I find my curiosity for that part and for our planet and for the environment keeps going. Even today, I was talking about storm chasing with Tom Holland and Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Chris Pratt. (laughs) So Chris Pratt doesn't want to go. He said he's going to Skype in on the storm chase, and then Tom Holland and Julia and I are going to go. I'm surprised by that. He seems like a storm chaser kind of guy to me. I know. You just listen to country music out there. Galaxy, like what? (laughs) (laughs) I want to be in on that road trip. Yeah. So... You're coming up. You just said nine years at GMA. You're coming mm-hmm. up on 10 years. You get a nice pin for that. What do you love about working for Disney? This is it. There are so many entities. I mean, today, speaking to everyone from Marvel to, you know, you see the far reaches that Disney has has garnered and has gotten, but it's it's beyond that. They add magic to every single part of the company. And I think it, this is really probably too, like, sweet and saccharine, but... I grew up with a mother who always told me in kind of a very Walt Disney way that if you dream it, you you can do it. If you believe it, you know, in your dream, you can make it happen. Um, and she preached that, not necessarily like quoting Walt Disney as if it was her own, but that's what she was basically saying. And I think I went through all of these parts of my life knowing that, but I don't know that everywhere else I worked had given me the opportunities to do that as well. This is the first place where they said, okay. You want to dream about something different? You want to dream to dance on a stage? We're dreaming that with you. You want to dream to, you know, all of these adventures I've done. I went to Iceland and flew a drone into a fissure of a volcano on a glacier and brought people that. Like, that's the type of, you talk about a scientist's dream. I've been living that, you know, over and over and over. But then also getting to interview spectacular people like Jon Favreau today and learning from him because in this and what I've learned about myself is that I wasn't just a meteorologist. I'm not just the science nerd. Uh, I went to a publisher when I was pregnant with my um, first child, and the publisher was Disney, and I said to them, I'm not a writer. I just right away said, you know, in sixth grade, seventh grade, I was told maybe writing's not your thing, and I just took that as a label and ran ran out of the room. Um, I came to them saying, I'm not a writer. But here I think I could do a baby book, you know, about weather, and that was kind of my idea, and she said, hmm know about that I think you should take that character that you're talking about and make a trilogy for tweens and I was like 
Yeah, but I just said I can't write, so I, I know I can't. And this is always my, you know, I talk to kids all the time and I say this story because they said, well, go try it. I went and wrote a couple chapters. I brought it back kind of like shamefully, like, I don't know what this is going to be. And they said, we love it. Write the whole trilogy. Do it. And now I have this character, Helicity, who is basically me. It's a <laughs> character like me who is a storm-chasing young woman who kind of becomes, it's the next Helen Hunt, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that, you know, I grew up with Mr. Wizard and then there was Bill Nye for the next... Mr. Wizard, I forgot about him. Yes, yeah. and then Bill Nye for the next generation. I feel like we're ready for a woman to be the scientist that leads the kids to the next thing and I think it either should be me or it should be Helicity. Like, if, I, if I've gotten too old and, like, a YouTuber needs to play Helicity, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I want to be a part of the production and I think that's possible at Disney. And that's why I love it is that it is, there are so many reaches of it and there's so many dreams that can still come true. Absolutely. Well, before we let you go, do you have a favorite Disney memory? That's what we ask everyone at the end yeah. of the show. I think the most personal is probably seeing my son um, walk up to the castle in Florida the first time and, and he was two. And I, he, we didn't need to do any ride. We didn't need to do anything. He saw the castle and the parade was going around um, and he saw the characters I've not, I mean, I cried because of the joy on his face. And that was a really special personal moment. On the flip side, for work, we went around the world, saw all the parks within a week. So I'd say that that pretty much stands out as far as a Disney memory. Who's going to top that? Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. (laughs) Storm chasing with Tom Holland and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. There you go. Make it happen, Ginger. Going to do it. Yeah. Ginger, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love our stories. You're so inspiring as being another female in the Walt Disney Company. It's it's inspiring for me personally just to hear your stories of where I can go from here after 10 years. There's so many places. Yeah. Dream. That was such a good interview. I wish I could have been there. I know. We had a fun time. What were you doing at the expo at that time? Well, while you were interviewing a celebrity, I was interviewing other celebrities on the red carpet over at the expo. That was pretty fun. Oh, nice. All right. Well, for more celebrities and more people who make the magic here at the Walt Disney Company and more Disney news next week, be here for D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.